With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Challenging. Thought-provoking. Insightful. This is God in Country. The collision of faith and politics. Hosted by nationally known speaker... Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Through counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. With today's edition of God in Country, here is host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. I, uh, I'm trying to open chat and it's not working, so I don't know why. Uh, I've been on with uh, help, so-called help. Uh, by the way, we've reached the collision of faith and politics. This is the ninja pastor, Dr. Sean Greener. Uh, help has been no help, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I've talked to them about the people getting cut off and having to reconnect uh, last week and in, in, in the weeks before. And they're thinking, well, you know, have them call us. Have them call us because there we go. We're in chat. Uh, you know, have them call or not call us, uh, have them email us and, and we'll walk through with them. There's so many different phones, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so today's show, The Ninja Pastor and Contradictions. Um, what am I going to tell you, man? There's a lot of contradictions going on. And, and I'm just asking you, um, are you a contradiction? Are you a contradiction? You might be. I don't know if you are. I think in many respects, I am. I think people would say that I am. Uh, my friend uh, Randy, my friend Randy, I don't know if I should say Well, he's been on the show, so Randy Hedrick. Good guy, really, really super smart guy. He, uh, you heard about this Harambe right? The gorilla being shot and killed because a child, air quotes, hard air quotes here, fell into his enclosure, the uh, gorilla enclosure. So, so they have to shoot the, uh, they have to shoot the gorilla. And uh, I, I personally am ticked off that they shot it. And I think it could have been tranquilized something, you know, but look, you know, I understand you don't want this little kid to get hurt. Uh, they don't know what he's going to do to this little kid. It didn't show any signs of it. I did some research on it, and it didn't show any signs of harming the child, but he had grabbed his hand. I don't know. Ah, it beats me, man. beats me. There's got to be something else you could do, I don't know, uh, to kill a gorilla. There's so few of them in the world. 
I don't know. One of those things, I guess. They just did what they had to do. I wasn't there. I don't like it. You know, I talked last week about the bear that's uh, in, in Delaware and Maryland and all that area. Not, they're not used to seeing bears, although I'm sure they're here. Um, now, you know, people want to shoot it. And, and contrary to popular belief, it's not the – it's not the, the the people that want to shoot the bear are not the hunters. It, it's scared people. People, oh, I'm, you know, they're they're afraid. And I don't understand it. I, why do you want to kill the bear? Why do you want to kill the bear? What what the bear do to you? You know, what did the bear do to you? But you know, my buddy, uh, my buddy Randy, he, he's—I he, knew he was a super smart guy. We worked. Um, he was actually an instructor, uh, different occasions in the academy. That's where I met him. And then um, we worked on special assignments together. We worked in research and development together. And then we worked, I think, in, in detectives together. I think, I think we did, you know. But you know. It just uh, it, the guy's a smart guy, and I, you could tell that right away. People would talk about dumb cops all the time. Well, you know, I I was one, and I was probably the dumbest one of the bunch. I can tell you that uh, the fact of the matter is, look, you know, there's a lot of smart ones there, and Randy was one of the smart ones. He's been retired almost 20 years, I guess now, and um, I guess it's been 20 years since I was on. He was close to retirement when when I left. Um, so he says, with all the problems in the world, the news is dominated by folks who acted quickly in a crisis and put an animal down to save some lady's child. Even police were standing around, and the guy walks up, busts a cap, and he's an animal lover just like me. I know he loves his dog and loves animals in general. But this is what he says. I can't believe that they are second-guessing the authorities when they save this small child from a 450-pound gorilla. Now, here's, here's the other thing that he said uh, it, it jumped out at me. You might say, what's this have to do with contradiction? I can only tell you that, um, you know, from where I stand, it, it is, this is part of contradiction. And I see some of you in chat have to log out and log back in, log out and log back in. We have service has listened, is trying to listen to see, uh, monitor what's going on to try to fix that a blog talk radio service. So if you could, if you could type in what kind of phone you're on, um, and uh, what the operating system is, or if you keep, if you're in chat and you keep getting bounced, uh, just go ahead and let us know in chat. Log in the chat, let us know because they're listening now. So welcome to you folks in chat. I know this is a different sort of day, by the way. I, I just FYI, um, it's a um, it's a Wednesday, obviously. And the fact of the matter is, is I'll just tell you, um, I made sort of an executive decision for the most part to always do this show on Sundays and now on Wednesdays. Um, most of you who know me know that I was critically injured in a, uh, in a car crash, 92 miles per hour versus 51. I, I bent the steering wheel with my mouth. And um, so I obviously have significant injuries. And, and as a result, I have to tell you, um, you know, I'm just wiped out with speaking and different things that I'm doing by the time, you know, Sunday evening gets here with our Kehala. By the way, listen listen to this same station. Sunday's at 5.30 Eastern Standard, 5.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is the place to be if you want a different sort of experience. Um, 
it really is a a, a different sort of thing. It's it's kehalah. It's 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 the the Hebrew worldview, the Jesus times, the Yeshua times kind of church. Um, it's kind of a cool thing, and and uh, not because of me. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Um, but it uh, it definitely is a cool thing. We have a meal if you're in Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, um, even even uh, different places in Virginia and New York. Come see us. We had a lady come from D.C. for for about a year, about a year and a half, I guess it was. So and she's now moved to West Virginia. So Sundays with Sunday Fun Day with Dr. Sean. I like that, Steve. And um, he's even on vacation and he's listening. So that's awesome. But um, so anyway, let me let me read to you what my buddy uh, Randy, by the way, awesome guitarist, awesome guitarist, really, really good guitar player. Who knew? I didn't know he was a musician the whole time we worked together as police officers. Um, I just had no idea. And, and I was really stunned to hear him play guitar. I mean, he's he just shreds it and he can sing, he can sing really, really well. So. Anyway, all that said to say this, this is, you know, this is kind of uh, his take. And um, I have to say, I think it makes a lot of sense. Okay, for the last time. So Jerry, I notice is logging out, logging in. Uh, what phone do you have? And what are you listening on? DTR is listening. See, I'm typing this out. Listening to see why you keep getting bounced. You guys are in on this. You guys are in. You guys are in on my uh, on my deal here. How do I sound? By the way, we're doing um, we're doing some different stuff sound wise. We're wanting to we're wanting to make this as good of a, an experience uh, as we possibly can. And uh, by the way, I hope my buddy. Let's see here. Uh, okay, for, this is this is him. This this is my buddy Randy um, with a dose of reality. Now bear in mind, he's an animal lover. I'm an animal lover. Nobody, I know that he has taken a life in uh, in in service uh, in the line of duty, and it was not an easy thing for him. Uh, he almost lost his life in the process. And I know lots of other people who have who have had to do that, and they don't like it. They don't. There's not a bunch of high fiving. Like uh, people think, there's not a bunch of high fiving. Um, so, so you know, he, he's a serious guy. He's a, he's a serious person, very highly educated, and all that. So, anyway, okay. For the last time, cut the stupidity. Harambe is seriously dead. We are all disappointed, and we hope the zoo makes the walls higher. Harambe the gorilla is dead, and he was not at fault. It was because of what he looks like. He looks like a scary humanoid. He looks like King Kong. People are sad because he was holding hands with the child. He may have been, or perhaps perhaps getting ready to rip his arms off. Harambe had three-inch fangs. If Harambe had been a 400-pound tiger, kitty cat, or a 400-pound timber wolf, puppy dog, they would have shot the living crap out of him. If it was a 400-pound elk, they'd be eating him right now. Look at the past results of chimpanzee attacks on adult humans. This is a human child, frightened beyond imagination, whom God has long ago given dominion over the other animals, or I'm sorry, creatures on the earth. Fix the problem, make it better, and use the gorilla's body for useful research. But he's not a human with a soul. He's a very dangerous, wild animal. He was not Judy the chimp. Very well said. Very, very well said. 
so here's the challenge of contradiction. Uh, by the way, speaking of contradiction, I'm just going to share something with you. Um, and an extraordinary, I usually don't say this, but I'm, I'm going to say it today just because um, several people have asked me, um, by the way, the caller that's on the line, you're going to need to uh, shoot me an email at smgreener at gmail.com and tell me who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Um, there's a specific reason for that, but, you know. Oh, so Jerry's listening on a desktop computer BTR service, a desktop computer hardwired, and he keeps having to log out and log back in. So you can't tell me it's, you know, well, it's an old phone. It's not that. And with what I pay to be a member here, a premium member here, I shouldn't have people constantly having to log out and log in and kill, crushes my numbers, by the way, just, just so you people know. Anyhow, uh, here, here's the challenge of contradiction. And, and I started to tell you about being in pain. Um, I'm a terrible pain right now. I just, um, it's just been a, it's been a long, ever since the crash, it's just been a serious, serious thing. And so today's one of those days, you know, uh, physical pain, emotional pain, uh, neurological pain, the whole deal. And that's part of why we're, we're doing Wednesdays. Now, June, I think it's June 5th. If Monday is June 5th, we are going to have a special show uh, with Dave Bray of BraveDay.com. Get it? Dave Bray, Brave Day. Uh, I'm excited to be part of what he's doing. I'm helping him get the word out. Um, just an awesome guy. You guys know Dave Bray. He used to be the lead singer, one of the founding members of Madison Rising. And now he's he's he got some powerful stuff going on. So we want to be a part of that. We want to help him with that any way that we can. So anyway, I believe next Monday we'll have a show and we probably will have one on Wednesday too. Who knows? Uh, but here's the challenge of contradiction. People, the same people who are completely and totally apoplectic over the shooting of the gorilla Harambe. Now, obviously they're, they're, they're concerned over a little kid who fell into his enclosure. Now I'm using the hard air quotes there, hard air quotes. Uh, the enclosure uh, is, look, it's, there's no reason a little kid could air quotes fall into it. There's no reason. I've looked at it. It's dumb. Somebody was holding their kid over the wall. Something there got to be film somewhere. I, and I don't really understand why there isn't film. I really don't. Uh I really really don't. So, I don't know what to uh, I'm not really sure what to say. Well, let me just go on to it. We can work our way through it. I think somebody I I think somebody needs to uh, find out how this kid fell into the enclosure. Again, hard quotes, fell. I don't believe he fell. I believe the parents were holding them, and I believe he fell in. I have nothing to base that on. By the way, caller, I'm absolutely not going to take your call. You just, just email me at smgreener at gmail.com, and, uh, and I will determine um, what you're calling about and all that, and then we'll go from there. So that's just kind of how we do it. Anyway, uh, by the way, um, I just just as an advance, just so you know this, uh, Dave Bray, Brave Day, without God, there is no country. 
and uh, he has video uh, on there. On so if you go to his website, uh, Brave Day USA, it's in my VIPs because I love the dude. He's he's a good dude, real good dude. Um, you go to Brave Day USA, and you will see there's a, a video there that he put together, and I'm telling you, it's and there's a, a little thing you click on, uh, check out my website. And he's not paying me to do this. I really care about this guy and, uh, and his wife and his, his family. And I, and I want them, I want every good thing that's come to them. Um, I want them to have that because they're good, they're good, good people. So anyway, all that said to say this, um, he's got a video there that'll rip your guts out. It'll rip your guts out, but it's the real deal. So, um, you know, this is, I know it's, it's hard to, somebody just sent me a message. What what are you doing, dude? Um, <laughs> oh, wait, uh, well, I have to reschedule that show. That's right. I do have to be somewhere. I have an important thing I have to do uh, on Monday. So I will, I'll get back to you. Check Well, I'll tell you what, all you need to do, listen, this is, this is easy. I made this easy for you. I just solved the problem. I just solved this problem. All you need to do is to subscribe. Go, I'll tell you what, it's even easier than that. Go to Blog Talk Radio. Well, you're here. If you're listening, you're here. Subscribe. Become a subscriber to this show. Follow this show. Click on follow. It's easy. Go to God and Country, uh, the God and Country radio show page on Facebook and click on sign up, I think is, is what Sean has on there. Um, and then go to theninjapastor.com. If you stay on that page for more than I think 30 seconds, you get a thing pops up and it, it says, you want to subscribe, you want to get updates. And then you get on the, the mailing list and it's free. It's free. And so you'll know. So anyway, I got to get a hold of Dave. Thank you for reminding me, Sean. I've uh, got to get a hold of Dave and uh, and make sure we, we cover that because I want you to hear from him as to what he's doing. He's doing really, really good stuff. I'm, I'm really excited about it. But see, here's the here's the challenge. Uh, the challenge here is that the same people that are apoplectic over uh, this situation with the um, with the gorilla, and I and I love all animals. I love all animals. I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't care if they're pretty or they're ugly. You know, I try to take care of my little my little kingdom around here. Do you know what I'm saying? I just, I really want to do that. And so I, I, I don't want animals to die, especially needlessly. And this, this animal died because parents didn't take care of their child. That's as simple as it gets. But th- this contradiction here is so many people are apoplectic over this, this gorilla being shot to, in order to protect this little kid, which, you know, there's no reason, based on what I was able to find out in this short period of time, that the handlers didn't go near this gorilla. The adult handlers did not go near this gorilla. Uh, so, but these same people, these same people that are all blown out, all spun out, all Twitter-pated over uh, the death of this uh, uh, gorilla, Hanambe, they're vehemently pro-abortion for any reason. And Whatever. My buddy Steve from Ohio, uh, he says maybe they're upset. The left is upset because he was a registered Democrat. Now, let me say this. There's a good chance of that. 
one of our upcoming shows that we're working on uh, is we talk. We're going to talk about the 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 uh, election. The upcoming election will be the most crooked election ever. And so you need to know. You need to understand that you're going to have to overwhelm. And I mean overwhelm the polls. You're going to have to overwhelm them because there's going to be so much cheating going on. You feel me. I know you do. It's going to be the most crooked election in history, you know, for the United States. What are we, a third world country? Here's a contradiction for you, and it's not really. I'll explain it because I have the smartest audience. I probably don't have to explain it. But here's a contradiction for you. The, the most advanced country in the world, for some reason or another, there's one side of the aisle that says, hey, you have to show your ID to get cigarettes. You have to show your ID to get alcohol. You have to show your ID to get any number of things. If it's important, you got to show your ID for it. Well, is there anything more important than voting? Why wouldn't you have to show your ID for Pete's sake? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But the left doesn't want you. That's racist, they say. How How is that? How is it? How is this? How is it racist? Somebody tell me. How am I? How am I, I? I'm just not getting it. I'm not getting it. I'm just not getting it. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm just not getting it. And it's a load of crap as far as I'm concerned. Look, so let me, let me, because if I don't, I'll, I'll never stop. Um, let me just say this. I, I asked the question in the open Are you a contradiction? Are you a contradiction in your beliefs? Maybe you say, hey, maybe you say, now see, we got people logging out just as Blog Talk Radio logs out. We got people logging out, logging back in uh, because they keep getting bounced. They're in chat, they keep getting bounced. It's, it's exasperating. I'm telling you, as soon as I can find Blog Talk Radio, I hope you're listening because as soon as I can find a better platform, a more stable, reliable platform to do my show, I will be doing my show somewhere else. It's just exasperating. There's no reason for it. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a tech guy, but I can just tell you that you pay for a service. It needs to work. So are you a contradiction in your beliefs? You believe one way on some things, but if something else impacts you, you, you alter your beliefs in another way. How about in the expression of your beliefs? Maybe you maybe you have very strong beliefs or what you could you would consider strong. Maybe. Maybe maybe you do, but you're silent about them. You don't express your beliefs. You say, you know, that religion is a private thing. It's a grossly incorrect statement. You know, that's why we're in the pickle that we're in as Christians. We're too nice. By the way, thank you to my son Doyle for making me some Lady Grey tea with um, coconut oil. I forgot to have him put honey in it, though. But it's still good. It's still good. Or maybe he did put honey in it. I don't know. I like a lot of honey in my tea, let me tell you. It's hot, too, boy. <laughs> Those turvises. I got this turvis. Funny story about this turvis. I got this turvis from the villages. I I was uh, a speaker at the villages. 
Villa, America's friendliest hometown. You remember that place? Golf, you know, 365 days out of the year for free. You know, it's part of living there. It's part of your part of your deal. And uh, it's nice. They got me this nice thing, and it's really, really nice. And then, I'm telling you, this Turvis is awesome. I take it with me everywhere. Turvis. That's another. I keep doing ads for people. Don't even give me uh, don't give me any money. Hang on it. It's never going to work this way. Hey, uh, by the way, speaking of money, um, www.goldrushninja.com. That is uh, helping to underwrite the costs here. We're, we're uh, generating revenue from that. So if you become a customer there, that will help me. So anyway, goldrushninja.com. You'll hear more about that in a few minutes. But the question I have is, are you, are you contradictory in how you express your beliefs? Are you one of these people that's silent? Well, I just don't feel like we should talk in the public venue about our faith. I don't feel like we should. I just, I feel like I should be respectful of others. This is is what people say, respectful of others. I I think we should be respectful of others and, and, and just not talk about it. Just not talk about our faith. We, you know, we don't need to talk about our faith. Why would we need to talk about our faith? We don't need to do that. So I'm just going to be quiet. You believe what you want to believe. I'll believe what I want to believe. Look, I'm not trying to proselytize you, even though, hey, look, even though there's nothing wrong with it. If I have the key to light, capital L, the light, capital L, and I keep it to myself, I'm betraying. I am betraying my faith. I'm betraying the Father. He says, if you know me not, before man, I'll know you're not before the Father. You dig what I'm saying, right? Y'all, y'all get this, right? I don't I don't know what to say. Sometimes I look at people and I say, look, I am not always the best representative of my faith. I'm not always the best representative of God. I'm I'm certainly not. There are way better Christians than me. I, I don't call myself a Christian, by the way. Some people have an issue with that. Um I am a follower of the way. Welcome to everybody in chat, by the way. Thank you for joining us. I see somebody's having a massive trouble staying logged in. It's logged in, logged out, logged in, logged out. So I don't know, BTR, you got to do better. I don't know if maybe if you folks have other things open or maybe you get a text or an email and that bounces you out. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. But my friend Jerry from Pennsylvania, he's on a laptop, hardwired laptop, super high speed internet. There's, there's no reason. There's no reason why you should have this trouble. So not to belabor this point, but in the expression of your beliefs, if you're, you say, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the world according to God and and how I'm supposed to behave. I don't know how I'm supposed to think, how I'm supposed to, I don't know. It's a great book. I'm going to have him on my show at some point. Uh, Dr. Gruden, Grudem, 
uh, Wayne Grudem, phenomenal book, Politics According to the Bible. Phenomenal book. I don't agree with 100% of what's in there. There's some different things. Um, Chrome, they tell me, by the way, Jerry from Pennsylvania, is the best thing to use. Chrome and not Safari. I don't know why. I don't know what the deal is with Safari, but either way, it's, I'm, I'm using Chrome now for the show. So I'm always trying to remember that because they told me last week, no, 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 use Chrome. By the way, we are, we're testing this uh, super high-speed, high-fidelity stuff today. So hopefully I sound a little better. Who knows? So in the expression of your beliefs, you, you live where you live. You do what you do, you know? And the people around you either know you as a Christian or they know you as a fake. Or they look at you and say, well, I don't know what to think of that guy. I don't know what to think of that guy or that lady. These are who they are. But you know, a lot of times you're, you're going to run into this situation where you're going to be asked, you know, what do you believe? What about, what about, you know, at Columbine, it was, it was long said, the witnesses that survived said, look, you know, they asked them, are you a Christian? Put a gun to their head and say, are you a Christian now? And two of the people killed, uh, both girls killed, said, I follow Christ. I follow Christ. They weren't afraid. They, they, we're not afraid. Pretty cool. I hate that they were murdered, but it's powerful how they entered heaven. Powerful. Testifying the name of Christ. That's strong. By the way, uh, I have a window in my studio, and just to give you guys a picture, um, there is a giant red-tailed hawk that is being absolutely tortured by these three, three red-winged blackbirds. And I mean to tell you, they are chasing this hawk. This hawk wants nothing to do with them, but boy, these things are just on it, and he's just flying, trying to get off of me, get off me. It's just, it's so funny to watch. One of my listeners just texted in, uh, their faith was stronger than their fear. Man, that's strong. I'm telling you, that's strong, folks. Their faith was stronger than their fear. How many people out there, their fear is so much stronger than their faith? You know, I think there's lots of people at different times, Eeyore people. That's exactly right, Jerry from Pennsylvania. That's just bottom, that's bottom line living right there. And some days, everybody in different places of their life, some days you're, you're just in a different place. And you're struggling and you just can't figure out how in the world am I going to get through. And then somebody comes up challenging your faith, challenging how you live out your faith, the expression of your beliefs. You run and hide. You make apologies. Bunch of excuses. Or do you say, this is what I believe. How about in the expression of your liberty and, liberty and your freedom? I don't want to tell you, folks. You've got you to gotta, you gotta believe what you believe. We're losing the republic. You're either a keeper of the republic or you're a loser of the republic. You can't be both. 
My great friend Mark Herr says it all the time. I mean, it's the language of liberty, bro. You are either speaking the language of liberty or you are speaking the language of captivity. Count your blessings, Jerry from Pennsylvania. This is this is strong. Count your blessings. If you have breath, you have blessings. Amen. He should know, man. Uh, you guys pray for Carson. Carson's in the struggle. Carson is in the struggle. By the way, I have a, another friend. Uh, his last name is Springer. He's in, I think he's in the Christiana Hospital, um, fighting for his life. He's. I don't think they really can. I don't think they know what's wrong with him. His wife is. Wife Judy and him both have been very sick for years. Can't figure out why. They thought it was mold in their house, and that got ruled out. Um, it is. It, it's just a conundrum. They don't can't figure it out. And same way with Carson. Uh, Carson's back in the hospital, and and he just needs your prayers. They need your prayers. By the way, um, not to interrupt myself, but to interrupt myself. Um, Sunday, I want to say it's the 16th. You know I'm no good with dates. Sunday the 16th. I think it's the 16th, 15th or 16th. Um, a guy we've been praying for, a great friend of mine coming all the way from Minnesota, is going to be addressing our Kehala live. Remember uh, praying for Chris? He had the Whipple procedure, pancreas cancer, uh, really a serious deal. And uh, he's still in treatment and all that, but He's going to lobby before Congress. He's going to lobby Congress people. He's not talking smack. He's getting out there and doing it. And so he'll be there, and he's going to swing by with his, uh, I think, his wife and his his Aunt Barbara all the way from Minnesota. So you'll have to tune in because he's going to the 19th. Thank you, brother. Um, my, my buddy Steve, he's, no, I think it's the 19th for sure. Uh, so So anyway, so – He's going to be there. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss that. Those of you who listened to that show when I interviewed him right before he was trying to qualify for the, the Whipple procedure, and it wasn't looking good. I'm telling you, it was bleak. He didn't feel it was bleak. He told his story, and, and, and that was uh, of the shows where I have guests. Um, that was the highest rated. Uh, I mean, I, it's not a famous guy. I mean, that's, that's the crazy thing. He's not a famous guy. But folks tuned in, and, and they stayed tuned in. Powerful story. Well, he's going to be there, uh, and he'll be addressing the group. So your liberty and your freedom, I mean, are you contradictory in that? You say you want liberty and freedom, but you're not willing to get your hands dirty. I talk about Center for Self-Governance. I just mentioned my buddy Mark Herr. Are you investing the time? Listen, they'll come to any state. You get 10 to 15 people for sure in a room, they'll come to any state in the nation. And I'm telling you, it will be serious. It's a game changer. You say you, say you want liberty. You say you want to do something. Facebook ain't it. I'm sorry to tell you, Facebook isn't it. I, I would love to say Facebook is it, but it's not it. It's not it. It can be used as a tool within a strategy, but it is not your strategy. If Facebook posts are your strategy, well, we're out of luck. How about your? Uh, how about are you contradictory in your values? What drives people in their liberty and freedom are their values. If you're not strong on your values, if you don't know what you believe in, look, I have people say all the time, oh, you're one of those values people. Really? I'm one of those values people. By the way, uh, I can't wait to tell you about the fallout from last week's show. 
I got let me pull it up here. Oh, 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 oh no. I haven't looked at this. Oh my gosh. I have one hundred and forty six thousand six hundred and seventeen messages. Sixty three thousand one hundred and sixty four sixty nine seventy three messages, unread messages. Holy moly. It's at last week's show, I'm I'm telling you right now, last week's show for people didn't like it. People I am not well liked now. So maybe I'll win you back this week. I doubt it though. If you're curious, go to uh the ninjapastor.com, go to the blog section drive down where we talk about last week's show and uh or if you're subscribed here, just click on the link. You it's it's awesome. You I was fired up, I'm sorry to tell you. I mean I barely had a voice when I was finished. But I was fired up. I didn't even feel like doing the show. I'm telling you, it's very difficult for me. Those of you who know me, it's very difficult for me to not be live in front of you. I, I would prefer to be in front of a live audience any day. I'm in a studio. The walls are black. The wall, one wall is like super dark, you know, scarlet. And then all the rest of them are black. I got my sweet puppy here. Got a window here, but, you know, I can't really look at it too much. A bank of... Screens, yeah, there you go. Sixty thousand, sixty-eight thousand of them are probably uh, Black Lives Matter bots. There's a whole. I only scanned, I don't know, a couple thousand of them, and there were a lot of people hating on me. You're supposed to be a preacher. You don't sound nothing like a preacher to me. You sound like a hate-filled racist. Oh, okay. Did you listen to the show? Because I think that you wouldn't be calling me a racist if you listened to the show. Anyway, listen to that show. Share it with your friends. So values, I mean, people, people, you're either, you're either in alignment with your own personal values or you're a contradiction. You're constantly contradicting them. Some would say that. There's certain things I believe I don't understand that are illegal. Maybe we'll talk a little bit. Uh, people are nice to me. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. But I got to tell you, I, I, there's some stuff I believe that probably you think are incongruent with my values, but they are my values. I may not choose to partake, but I don't understand why they're illegal. Well, I do understand why they're illegal, but I think it's wrong. Which leads me to, you know, are you, you talk about contradictions. Are you a contradiction in the restroom that you use this time or the next time? You know, it may change week to week. Well, day to day, moment to moment. I, I'm a girl. No, nah, I'm not a girl. I'm a boy that wants to use a girl's restroom. Listen, a guy that wants to use a woman's restroom is a weirdo. He's a freak. I don't care if he's had an operation, if he hadn't had a – look, if you're a man at time of birth and you want to use a woman's restroom, something wrong with you. Somebody need to keep their eye on you because something wrong with you. I started to talk about, you know, um, I, I do prefer a live audience. I really, really do. Um, and if you're in a group, you have a group or your organization, whatever size – and you want to have me come to wherever you are. I go all over the country, wherever it is. You know, here's how it works. Bottom line, uh, it, you cover my travel expenses. You put me up in a decent hotel. Um, and, you know, if you're a church, you have a love offering or a reasonable uh, amount. And I'm trying to feed my family here and keep on the radio. But um, it's pretty, it's, you know, 
Good reviews, anyway. There's some good reviews on theninjapastor.com. Go to that, and it'll be good stuff. Uh, what 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 restroom do you use? Uh, do you contradict that every time? Are you a contradiction in what you say versus what you do? In everything, back and forth, you don't know. Contradiction every turn. In our own hearts, we're a contradiction. I'll prove it to you. So today, uh, I also want to talk about Memorial Day. You know, of course, last year I did a Memorial Day show. I could barely get through it. Uh, Memorial Day just rocks my soul. It rocks my soul. I got to tell you. It's, uh, it's just, it just really, really rocks my soul. But I'm, I'm going to tell you a little bit today about what Memorial Day is, what it isn't. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about the fallout from last Wednesday's show. There, you just saw the numbers. Well, let me see here. Uh, well, we're up 12, 12 more emails just in the time that I, I gave the number. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Some folks are mad. Now, I will say this. I, I, I will say this in fairness. There's a lot of people that were like, thank God. Thank God somebody finally said something truthful and real. But there's a lot of folks who are mad. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't, they don't like it. But look, the truth is not controversial. The truth just happens to be tough to hear and even more costly to ignore. So uh, Congressman Doc Hastings, he's, he's retired, Congressman. Memorial Day remains one of America's most cherished patriotic observances. The spirit of this day has not changed. It remains a day to honor those who died defending our freedom and democracy. That's Congressman Doc Hastings. He's retired. I, I got to tell you this. I, I do disagree with him. I do. I, I disagree with him a little bit. I think that Memorial Day, uh, as a cherished American observance, I don't like to call it a holiday. It's an observance. I think that it has changed. I think it's, you know, I know he's saying the spirit of this day, uh, but I think it absolutely has changed. No doubt about it. I can remember Memorial Day parades, uh, Veterans Day parades. It was a big deal. My little old hometown, it was a big deal. Not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. Uh, I have been privileged on on several occasions to be walking the 600 and I think it's 600 or 900 acres of Arlington National Cemetery with Gold Star families. On one in particular, one Memorial Day, I went uh, with a good friend of the show and, and good friend Karen Vaughn. Karen and Billy Vaughn lost their son, Special Operations Chief uh, Aaron Carson Vaughn. And Extortion 17. They've been on the show that wrote the book Betrayed. And I'm telling you, it rocks your world. I met some fantastic people, the parents and brother and sister, uh, their sister and brother-in-law of uh, Major Marine Corps Major uh, Samuel Mark Griffith. He's a fighter pilot, Marine Corps fighter pilot, but he was doing a ground rotation. He was doing a, a, a ground rotation in infantry because that's how it works in in the Marine Corps, everybody knows what it's like to fight. And they had just finished an operation uh, and came back, and they had to go back out again. And he said, I'll go. I'll go. And he didn't make it back. People like Mark Allen Lee, I have to, to my right, when I give a speech, I have a Gold Star um, family, Debbie Lee, another great friend of the show. 
sweet Debbie. She's a sister to me. Uh, Jerry from Pennsylvania and I have been in her home and uh, really a phenomenal, phenomenal fighter. America's Mighty Warriors. America's Mighty Warriors. Come on now. Don't get much better than that. So I have his custom blade made by Benchmade right here. I have one of the last ones. I've got to tell you, you know, uh, there's a lot of families out there. Jet Li and and uh, and and Charlie Strange and Marianne Strange and and all these people that are Memorial. It's every day for them. Memorial Day is every day. They don't get a break from it. Every day. So Matt Staver, uh, Liberty, he, he wrote this, and I think it's phenomenal. On the very first Decoration Day in 1868, President James Garfield stood before an audience of 5,000, and he paid tribute to the fallen heroes, whose headstones decorated with flowers stood upright behind him in testament to their sacrifice. He solemnly acknowledged, for love of country, they accepted death and thus resolved all doubts and made immortal the patriotism and their virtue. A century later, Decoration Day became Memorial Day, decreed by federal law in 1967. Since the birth of our nation nearly 240 years ago, men and women have sacrificed their lives for our country to preserve the God-given liberties that are enshrined in our Constitution. Arlington Memorial Day gives us, gives all of us, an opportunity to honor American heroes, to recall their sacrifice and courage, and to respect the selflessness of their ultimate sacrifice. We owe them this respect and debt of gratitude. I urge you to take time today to honor the memory and the families of veterans, lest they be forgotten. As Abraham Lincoln is attributed with saying, the nation which fails to honor its heroes, the memory of its heroes, whether those heroes be living or dead, does not deserve to live, and it will not live. And then he goes on to say, also say a prayer for our active military personnel who are engaged in conflicts around the world or performing their assigned duties here at home. God bless America. God bless you. God bless our servicemen and, and women and their families. That's from Matt Staver. Great guy. He's the founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Look, I, I know and I love far too many great people who have been solemnly handed a crisp, just crisply folded stars and stripes. And it's a poor acknowledgement of a brave life given as the last full measure of devotion to their country. Far too many. I know far too many. I love far too many. It's a crushing day for me. It's a crushing day. Meanwhile, far too many free and safe Americans, you drank and ate your way through the weekend without remotely realizing or appreciating the real reason for this solemn observance. That's the greatest tragedy. The sad fact is this. We keep sending our fighting force into battle with the direction and limitation of political leadership that is truly corrupt, clueless. They're feckless and they're inept to the degree of criminality. 
As a result of political pollution, the greatest of our generation are being brought back in flag-draped boxes to sorrow-filled families and friends with few around them to comfort them. Because, look, America is not at war. America is at the mall. The American fighting men and women are at war. Those are the fighting force that returned alive and hold to the United States return to politically asinine bickering over bathrooms for moment-by-moment gender-selecting America haters or Black Lives Matter racists claiming superiority or even Muslims invading our great land from within. The returning soldier remembers their lost brothers and sisters living healthy, happy, and well and fighting bravely beside them. And then so suddenly, they're under flag-draped coffins. Those returning soldiers, they remember a country that is very nearly lost. Most of them do not recognize this country for whom they gave so much. Are you worth Karen and Billy Vaughn's sacrifice of Aaron Carson Vaughn? Are you worth uh, doing Dara's sacrifice of John Jet Li doing Dara? Are you worth Betty Lou Workman's sacrifice of Jason Workman? Are you worth Debbie Lee's sacrifice of Mark Allen Lee? Are you worth Kathy Marasco Bischoff and Renee Marie's sacrifice of Samuel Griffith? Are you worth Susan Price's sacrifice of Aaron Kenefick? Are you worth Charlie Strange's sacrifice of Michael Strange? You know, there's a cartoon that circulates. It says, this is great. I wish every weekend was Memorial Day weekend. And then there's a picture to the right. And there's a, a flag, folded flag in a box, triangular box, and a photograph of their soldier and a mom and their two kids. And in response to, this is great, I wish every weekend was Memorial Weekend, says, for some families, it is. So many more. So many families have given so much. Literally thousands of families for whom we should be fighting for in America. Names you'll never know, but their families will never forget. They'll never forget the sounding of taps, the ring of gunshots. You know, the sounding of taps, it it no longer evokes the solemn respect of young and old. It no longer causes people to stop in their tracks. Except for those who truly, fully, and personally realize its meaning in every moment of every day for their soldier, for their sacrifice that gave all. I just, I want to ask you, two days after Memorial Day, are you worth their sacrifice today and every day? Be worth it. Strive to be worth it. Memorial Day is for real. Do you recall, uh, this is from my good friend Jerry from Pennsylvania. This is a short poem you won't forget. Do you recall the president referring to the Benghazi incident as a bump in the road? According to truthorfiction.com, this poem was written by John Edwin Roberts, a former Navy SEAL, and it appeared in San Diego Beach Life magazine in 2012, shortly after the Benghazi deaths. Roberts has also written editorials for San Diego Beach Life. Miramar Naval Air Station uh, is, of course, near San Diego. Robert, by the way, thanks, uh, thank Fox News for keeping the Benghazi story in the news since the other noise organizations are not. He said the SEALs who died deserve the public 
knowing the truth about the whole affair, and we should do the same. The battling boys of Benghazi, by the way, one of whom I knew. Uh, actually, I have his resume right here. Was asking me about a job. Great guy. Really, really great guy. We're the battling boys of Benghazi. No fame, no glory, no paparazzi. Just a fiery death and a blazing hell defending our country that we love so well. It wasn't our job, but we answered the call, fought to the consulate, and scaled the wall. We pulled 20 countrymen from the jaws of fate. We led them to safety and stood at the gate. Just the two of us and foes by the score. But we stood fast to bar the door. Three calls for reinforcement, but all were denied. Since we fought and we fought and we fought till we died. We gave our all for our Uncle Sam, but Barack and Hillary didn't give a damn. Just two dead seals who carried the load. No thanks to us. We were just bumps in the road. I bring that to your attention because Hillary Clinton, candidate for president, should be indicted. I, I think it's ridiculous that she's not. I don't think there's anybody out there that disagrees. She should be indicted by now. It's political fear that keeps it from happening, but she should be indicted. But she actually said it at, at this point, what difference does it make? What difference at this point does it make? It's the same person wants to be your president. I, I talk about contradictions and, and, and incongruence because that's what I look for, but this is a contradiction. This is a woman who says she wants to be the leader of the free world. And she allowed these people to die. You say, well, we don't know that we could have gotten anybody there. Well, we know that we could have tried. We know we could have tried, but we didn't. Anyway, I told you that the show, uh, we're using um, goldrushninja.com to help uh, with the expense. We're trying to raise the money ourselves to, to cover this show, and I think we're doing doing it in a good way. We're just getting started, so, you know, if you uh, – anyway, look, you need to think about this. A $100 paper bill a year from now. Just think, I'm gonna, just think about today versus in history. A $100 paper bill. We'll look at today, and then let's look at a year from now. Worth significantly less. Now, let's put one gram of gold from Gold Rush Ninja in your pocket. One gram of 99.99% pure gold in your pocket. A year from now, it's going to be worth significantly more. Here's the problem. President Reagan said this. Uh, he was quoting uh, Alan Greenspan. He said, the problem is, in the absence of the gold standard, there's no way to protect savings from confiscation of wealth. I, I've got to ask you, have you been looking at what's happening in Venezuela right now? You, you, and you can say that it's not going to happen here. We have too many resources. You can say, well, it's really raining trouble in Venezuela, but not here. Why don't you think about this? It wasn't raining when Noah started building the ark, and it wasn't raining when he started collecting the animals and the plants, and it wasn't raining when he loaded, loaded them onto the ark, and it wasn't raining when he brought his family aboard. But when God closed the door, God's hand closed the door. It was about to really, really rain. 
And folks, I'm telling you, it is most assuredly raining in America. And if this concerns you, click on goldrushninja.com. Goldrushninja.com. You think about this, college costs, college tuition, going up over 1,000%. Medical care, up over 600%. Food is up over 140% in only the last three years. One gram of gold purchasing power five years ago versus today increased significantly. The equivalent value in the fiat paper currency, virtually worthless and losing value every day. Debt is an extraordinary level. Extraordinary level. Present day, the debt is unsustainable. Personal debt, federal debt, all of it. What's the government do? The government prints more money. And if you don't understand this, this is, this is something I think everybody needs to understand, and I think children need to be taught this in school. In 1913, the Federal Reserve Bank was established, and I hate that. I hate the Fed. Get rid of it. But, but when it was, the stock market was collapsing, the dollar was shrinking, the government restricted gold ownership. The, go, the government illegally, in my opinion, seized a lot of families' gold. Lest you think that it was just rich families, it wasn't. People back then collected gold. They said, we want real money. This is money. This isn't currency. This is money. But then what happened? In 1971, President Nixon took the United States off the gold standard. In other words, we, for every dollar that we had in paper, we had a dollar's worth of gold. And so this became the fiat currency system. Fiat money is just currency that a government's declared to be legal tender, but it's not backed by a physical commodity. There's nothing behind it. The value of fiat money is derived from the relationship between supply and demand rather than the value of the material the money's made of. But the gold standard, what that is, when we went off the gold standard, you need to understand this, a monetary system in which a, government's, a country's government allows its currency unit to be freely converted into fixed amounts of gold and vice versa. The exchange rate under the gold standard monetary system is determined by the economic difference for an ounce of gold between two currencies. The gold standard was used from 1875 to 1914 and then also in the interwar years. Look, for 2,800 years, gold has been recognized as real money. And I'll tell you this right now. Paper, paper not based on gold is just paper. Paper not based on – it's just paper. Goldrushninja.com. Go there. There's some videos you can watch, some stuff you can download and read. It's free. It's not going to cost you. Of course, I'm going to follow up with you. For Pete's sake, what am I, stupid? So I appreciate you listening to that. It's an important thing to me. I think it's, it's very, very important. Very, very important. Contradictions. Contradictions. And I'm just, you know, when I say this, you can, you can, you ask yourself, I don't know if you're in chat, you can, you can, you don't have to. I mean, it's just like when, you're at church and something convicts you. You don't have to raise your hand. But you can ask yourself, you know, are you contradictory in these things? I'm going to, I'm going to give you some things and you just see what you say. Pro-abortion versus anti-capital punishment. 
You don't think that's a contradiction? Those of you who know me know I'm really into Eagles. Not the Eagles football team. I'm not against them, but but I'm I'm in the Eagles. You know, I see them a lot where I where I where I stay at up around where I stay at and everywhere I go, they seem to follow me for whatever reason. And I see them and I notice them and I appreciate them. And I usually call out Bald Eagle. It inspires me. But if you were to put a bald eagle and an unborn baby in front of me and say, okay, which one do we save? I'm going to save the human being. I'm going to do everything I can to not poison that bald eagle. I want to do. I want to find a way we can win-win. But if the raw deal here is I've got to decide who lives, it's going to be the baby. It's going to be the human being. Pro-abortion versus the anti-capital punishment. Now, I'm going to clarify this in a second. Liberals support the killing of unborn children in the name of convenience, choice, women's rights, etc., over the rights of the unborn child. They've committed no crime. They've done nothing wrong. But if that same child that was, you know, they're being aborted, if they grow up and they end up committing murder later in their life, it's considered an injustice by the liberal if that person is sentenced to death. I, you know, that that is a contradiction, folks. That's a conundrum you can't solve. That's unsolvable. It's unsolvable. The 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 the, the idea, the, the mere idea that you could you could look at that and go, now now let me say, I promised you I would clarify something. And I'm honest with you about what I think and feel. I can I can support it and, and you can disagree. You can disagree. It's okay if you disagree. But I, I personally, as far as it relates to capital punishment, I think it's scriptural. I think as a as a um, a tool of society to rid society of evil, it's absolutely a, a tool, a viable tool. It's a scripturally uh, allowable tool. But in the hands of the corrupt, I think it's it's a tool that shouldn't be used. I think somebody gets capital punishment. They get they get uh, they get the needle. I'm not a big fan of the needle. I think firing squad is a better way to do it. I don't think the the chair, the electric chair. I don't think any of the, firing squad. One between the beam. One between the eyes. Thirty out six or three oh eight Lapua or whatever. Whatever. Whatever round you want to use. The hands of somebody who knows what they're doing, they, it's over quick. But here's the thing. I don't revel in that. I don't revel in that at all. But if this person killed a bunch of people, look, if we know for a fact that this person killed a bunch of people or killed one person, quite frankly, I believe in it for rape. And some people disagree with that. But uh, I believe in it for rape. If they if they rape a, a woman, I you know, and I'm look. I'm going to say this too. Even a crossbow works. Thank you, Jerry. Especially a really good one. That's deadly accurate and super fast. Um, look, it, I'm going to tick off a lot of people here, but hey, it'll be two weeks in a row. This whole date rape business is stuff that's going on college campuses. You got to have a written contract, and 
all this mess, you know, there there there's some there's some fuzzy gray area there that we need to be real. I don't think in that case, but I'm saying a violent forced rape, absolutely. Kill the kill the one that commits it. If you are absolute absolutely. Yeah, they need to be done. in the hands, uh, uh, capital punishment in the hands of a corrupt government, that, look, that's a tough sell for me. It's a tough sell for me. Cause, but, but, but then but let, you talk about contradictions. Let's look at the fact that they, they're constantly telling you, they're constantly telling you, hey, abortion is just, it's just, uh, you know, we're taking care of a fetus here. This is fetal tissue. This is not a human being. They're telling you that we we can't use capital punishment because that's cruel and unusual and 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 unjust and it's racist and it's this and it's that. Even though more white people have been put to death by capital punishment than black people, but whatever. But but you're killing an innocent child. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how this is even a discussion. I don't get how this is even a, a law. How did this ever become law? What did we do? The Center for Self-Governance, I, I hawk them all the time. I'm part of it. I'm a level five graduate. But I got to tell you, we need this in this country. Because people don't understand how stuff happened. There were some silent folks. There were some people that sat still. There were some people that were quiet. One time too many. And now you're allowed to kill a baby. For the convenience of it. How about pro-technology versus? Then we're talking about contradictions here. These are, I guess, you would say, uh, the, the the biggest contradictions for me: pro-technology versus anti-free market. Yeah, amen. Jerry from Pennsylvania. This is a very true statement. Human life became expendable. Human life became expendable. Wow. That's tragic, but true. Pro-technology versus anti-free market. This is a contradiction, folks. Look, I love, they don't pay me a dime. But I'm looking at a Thunderbolt display, 23-inch Thunderbolt display. I'm looking at a, a MacBook Pro laptop to the left of me. It's on an Apple stand. I've got an Apple keyboard. I've got an Apple mouse. I love, I have an Apple iPhone 6S. I have an iPad. I love it. I love their stuff. It works well for me. But a lot of liberals, especially those Occupy Wall Street and all these other groups that, you know, well, capitalism is bad. Free market is bad. Corporate America, the corporatists are bad. They they love these people these liberals they love Apple products too they walk they schlep around with their Apple iPhone 6s and their 6s plus and you know they, they've got all the little earbuds hanging out of their ears and they've got their iPads and their yeah come on they're they're all on the, on the Apple they love them too and those of you who know me know I'm a capitalist I I'm 
consistent in purchasing Apple products. They aren't. Here's the crazy thing. They'll use their Apple products to build websites to promote their socialist causes while using software and technology that's only made possible in a free market environment. (laughs) You get that? It's a contradiction. Apple products would not and could not have been created in a socialist nation. Look, there's no way the liberals and the left could fight capitalism without the very tools capitalism provides. Here's what cracks me up. They'll go for free Wi-Fi. They'll spend five bucks on a coffee at the Starbucks. By the way, Starbucks doesn't pay me either. But they'll go to the Starbucks. They have nice bathrooms in their Starbucks, though. Most of the ones I've been in are nice, roomy, nice, clean. But Starbucks, the pre-industrialized society that they promote, cannot afford $5 coffees. But you hear how Starbucks is all the time pumping that out. You know, we've got... um, you know, free trade and sustainable farmed and the people growing their beans, they can't afford their their expensive bitter coffee. They can't afford that. But they use high technology to to uh to market their products. Here's one that's gonna get you, I don't know if it will or it won't, I don't know. By the way, we may or may not go two hours today. I don't know. We're at 49 minutes, so who knows? Pro-homosexual versus pro-Muslim. Muslims want to kill homosexuals. I talked about that last week and the week before and the week before that. I, I, look, I, I don't think anybody on the radio today or in media today, other than the Ninja Pastor, which is now, by the way, officially trademarked. The Ninja Pastor is officially trademarked in any combination thereof. Whew, you want to talk about expensive. Yikes. But Muslims, you cannot argue that the Muslims want to kill homosexuals. Sadly, most of them are homosexuals. They even have provisions for that in in their sacred writings. But liberals promote the homosexual agenda and Sharia law. If Muslims take over the United States, they're going to start by expunging the land of homosexuals and liberals. That's what they're going to do. They will use them. Right. Steve from Ohio. Muslims want to throw them from the rooftops. That's what they want. They'll use them in their army until it's time to run across their bodies. Jerry uh, from Pennsylvania has an interesting statement. I've heard him in speeches and different things before. He's a phenomenal teacher, phenomenal teacher. Uh, Government produces nothing. Its funds must be taken from the market before it can stimulate the economy with either stolen dollars or printed ones that devalue what's in your pocket. Amen? GoldRussianNinja.com, man. GoldRussianNinja.com. Go there and be educated. Look, Muslims are going to use the left, liberals, and homosexuals. They're going to use them. They're absolutely going to use them until they're useless. And then they're going to kill them. It's in their books. It's in all their sacred writings. 
And yet, and yet, the 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 liberals fight the hardest so that Muslims can have whatever they want. I think it's it's for me personally. I think that it's. Uh, I believe. This is just me personally. I I really do believe. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about it later. I don't want to talk about that now because if I do, I'm I'll really be in trouble. Yeah, we do miss Milton Friedman. Pro Darwinism versus anti-human domination. Now, this is a tough one. I I think a lot of people will struggle with this. I'm not sure why they'll struggle with it, but they will. I think in many respects they're not honest with themselves. But pro-Darwinism versus anti-human domination. Most liberals believe in Darwinian evolution as opposed to special creation by God. They believe that all species arose naturally through a concept known as survival of the fittest, which, of course, is the weak die, you know, the weak die out and the strong survive. And, but liberals spend a whole lot of time and a whole lot of our money fighting to protect endangered species which I'm for, rare ecosystems, which I'm for, wetlands and all that. I'm into all that. But this is inconsistent. Darwinians believe, and I, and I put this in quotes because to liberals, evolution is very much like a religion. You know that, right? Very much like a religion. Just like global warming. And they're tying those two together now. It must certainly be taken on faith since evidence mounts daily against it. Evolution. The species died out because of natural selection. This is as it should be, and it's nature's way, and it's the right way. Why haven't we died out? I guess we're on the way. I don't think we're dying out for any other reason than we're killing ourselves. Christianity versus all other religions. Now, liberals want religious freedom and tolerance for all religions except Christianity. Except Christianity. Look, we want to be open to all coexist, the little bumper sticker. But you can't have nativity scenes. You can't have crosses. You can't have the Ten Commandments. You can't have Bible verses. You can't have Bibles. I talked last week. You can't, you can't sing a Christian song, a hymn. At graduation, you might have sang it 170 years in a row, but you're not going to sing it this time. Because some godless atheist, atheist group said, no, no, no. Separation of church and state. You can't have the you can't have those Christian things. You can't have those Jewish things, but you sure can have prayer rugs and mandatory study of world religions, which we know of course means Islam. That's a contradiction, folks. And it's a contradiction. Why in the world, why in the world do we allow this? Here's one that's going to get you, folks. And I, and I, and I, I, didn't, whew, I didn't make a lot of friends when I wrote my book. Uh, my friends uh, that are public school teachers, Many of them read it and agreed, and there was a lot of research, super top secret research done deep within the public school teaching system from people who were willing to talk to me on condition of anonymity. I had to protect their identity. 
And the, the name of my book, by the way, is Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. It's available at theninjapastor.com. Just go there and click on books. Bada boom, bada bing. Better yet, I'll give you one free. I'll sign it. makes it inst- instantly worth half. I'll give you a book free if you have me come to your organization. We come and we speak. I'll give you one for free. But this is the one that the teachers really didn't like. Pro-education versus anti-school choice. Now take that in. Pro-education. We're not teachers now. We're educators. Versus anti-school choice. Public school, the system in general, is very against school choice. Very against it. Very against vouchers. Liberals say that they and their natural offshoot, the unions and the NEA, of course, are supporters of education. They say, man, this is our thing. We are – sorry about that. I bumped the mic. Sorry if any of you are listening with headphones and you just got blasted. I apologize for that. But the unions and the NEA, they're big supporters of education, quality education for all, of course. They claim that conservatives and Republicans, oh, no, we're against education. Yet liberals force everyone to pay to support the failing public education system when private and homeschooling are proven time and time and time and time again to be so much more effective. Now, if one chooses to opt out of the public education system, guess what? You still have to pay your money confiscated through taxes to pay for it. And oh, by the way, if you want to, uh, if you want to have, I'll just tell you this. If you want to have, look, look, I'm sorry to keep harping on this. I'm not sorry about it. Center for self-governance. I'm telling you right now, folks, I'm telling you right now. It's the secret freaking sauce. Hold on a second. Let me just, just listen to this for a second. Hey, happy warriors. This is the Ninja Pastor here. Listen, keepers of the Republic, people who care about the future of this country, if that's you, and you're not the you that just wants to talk about it, just do Facebook posts, just do Twitter, but, I mean, you really want to do something. You really want to make a difference. You're called a keeper of the republic. Our founders clearly detailed that we, the people, would keep our republic if we participated in our own governance. Self-governance, let me tell you what, requires education, participation, sacrifice, and determination and the belief that you can make a difference. Look, you've got to do something, but what is something? As I said, Facebook posts, they won't save the republic. Neither will rallies or voter drives. It goes way deeper. And if you truly want to do something of value that is also effective, the question is, are you willing? Listen, you can go to centerforselfgovernance.com or you can go to facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. There's a link there uh, for a center of self-governance. All you do is click there. While you're there at facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio, click on like and sign up. And you'll have all these links uh, immediately available to you, super, super easy. And I can help arrange courses for you in the Northeast and elsewhere. you got to do it. You say, i got to do something. I want to do something. This is the something. This is the something really big. This is the secret sauce. you got to ask yourself some tough questions. Do you really have what it takes? Do you really have what it takes to help save this country? Do you really want to save the country? Have you given up already? Then here's the really, really tough question. Am I worth the blood and treasure already sacrificed for liberty and freedom? Am I worth the acres of crosses in Arlington, Virginia, and towns across America? Soldiers who gave everything, committed everything to our freedom. How do you do it? Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio, and then click on 
the link to this, Center for Self-Governance, will be right there. You want to do something? This is your something. Welcome back to The Collision of Faith and Politics. Here again is Dr. Sean. Center for Self-Governance, you, you know, we're always preaching, always preaching about this. We're always saying, look, don't just get involved in politics for the national election of president of the United States every four years. Don't do it. Don't just do that. I'm not saying don't do that at all, but what really reaches you are the school boards. It's a form of government. You, you realize that they impact your taxation. You look at your tax bill. If you own property, look at your tax bill and see how much you're paying. You ever ask yourself, why don't they build more apartment complexes where I live? Why don't they build more rental? Why is that? And why are so many rentals in cities so run down and so, you know, all that? It's because they don't pay school tax. They don't pay taxes. If you're a renter, you don't pay taxes. Yeah, you may pay indirectly because your person that's charging you rent, your landlord, is passing some of it on to you. But a a good community doesn't want a whole lot of rental land because not that there's anything wrong with renting. I'll tell you the truth. I'd be renting right now if I could get a, a ranch house without steps and I could sell my house. You better believe it. There's nothing wrong with renting. It's a great strategy. But I'll tell you that right now. But the thing is, is you have no say. But wait, whoa, 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 maybe you do have say. Because you can go, just like every other registered voter, even though you have no skin in the game, you can go and say, yes, I believe in better school. I believe in, yes, I think we should do that. We should have, I, I'm for the children. By gum, I'm for the children. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to go right over there, and I'm going to vote yes to the referendum. Because it's for the kids. We need more time. We need more money. Well, you got no skin in the game, bruh. No skin in the game. So when you go and vote, guess what you're doing? You're saying, hey, buddy, I think you should pay more. Hey, person over there that I malign all the time for owning, you should pay more. I think that you should pay more. Yeah, you can send your – you can vote and send your – 15 kids to school, same as the tax paying me, and I'm paying for them. At an average rate, I know in the state that I live in, where I stay at, almost $14,000 per student. But they have a referendum. They keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Say, well, we need more of us. Poor kids are in trailers. I know of a case in my hometown right now where they're wanting to get another referendum. It just got one a year and a half ago. Another referendum to build more schools. Why? Because they say, we've already outgrown the ones we have. And my son will tell you, because he was in the school right when it was new, they were already outgrown. They get in there, they're outgrown. Stop putting teachers in charge of planning. Stop doing that. Get professionals in there that know what they're doing, that know how to look at populations and, and economics and civics and all of these things. Don't, 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 just stop putting teachers. Look, teachers are great at doing one thing, teaching. They may be great at other stuff, too. And I have certain teachers that I love, that I'm related to, that I dearly love. I know they're committed to excellence in education. I know that they are. But I also know they're taxpayers. 
And I also know that if someone came to them and said, you know what we're going to do, we're going to promote you to superintendent, and we're going to put you in charge of planning for the future and hundreds of millions of dollars, would you do it? No, you wouldn't do it. It's stupid. You'd go, no way. That's not my background. That's not my education. I, I, I'm, that's not my experience. I'm not going to do it. But that's what they're going to do to you. And homeschool and private school people, which 93% of all homeschool and private school uh, students go on to college. You don't put your kid on a school bus, but you have to pay for them. You don't put your kid in the lunch program at school, but you still have to pay for it. The books, the tuition. Oh, well, at least I can send my kids there to play sports because since we live in the district and we pay our taxes. No, no, you can't. The Tebow law is very rare. It's only, I think it's in Florida and Texas now, and some places in Texas. Not all of Texas, not all of Florida, but some of it's named after Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was a homeschool kid. I don't care if your kid is a Tim Tebow or not. If you pay taxes, your kids should be able to go. Now, they should have to go to practice. They should have to submit to all the other things that they have to do. They should be there on time. You know, participate in the team stuff. You got to do all that. But it's it's egregious. It's it's incongruent. It's not consistent. It's contradictory. You're pro-education, but you're anti-school choice. Why don't you want kids to go wherever they want? Well, then that would overpopulate the better-equipped schools, and the underserved schools would just get worse underserved. Really? Because you told us you needed more money and more time. We gave you more money. We gave you more time for decades. At, at what point does it become where we shake our head and go, well, I don't think it's about what we think it is. It's like in the movie Princess Bride. Inconceivable. You'll keep using that word. I don't think you know what that word means. But it's inconceivable to me. You look at that and you say, come on. How about hateful versus anti-hate? You're going to love that one. That's contradictory. Hateful versus anti-hate. Liberals claim that anybody that disagrees with their lifestyle is promoting hate. Look, I'd even go further to say that if if you even don't congratulate and support with your words and dollars, by the way, that we support means and congratulate means and encourage means, yeah, that's nice. We want you to say nice stuff, but we want you to give us your money. You're accused of hate. If you want to see real hate, put on a put out a non-supportive word on social media on every any liberal cause. Pick one. Pick one. Maybe mention that you'd like your 80-year-old grandma to be able to urinate privately without fear in a in a in a, a restaurant bathroom. Maybe put that on there and see how that goes. You want to see hate? That's how you see hate. You know, look, I chose my path. I chose, uh, you know, I'm not in this for the controversy. I don't get paid. I pay for everything. We have a great kehla that is uh, faithful. It's a small group. And every Sunday they put a little bit of cash in a, in a little, little thing donation. And it helps me pay for my gas and stuff. But the expenses that we incur here, way more than that. Way more than that. I'm not a rich man. And I had people, I read emails last week. I kid you not. I read emails last week. 
oh yeah, that's real easy for you to say uh, about you know the, all this Black Lives Matter stuff. Yeah, it's real easy for you to say up in your high horse in your ivory tower. Yeah, I'm on the third floor, but it's far from ivory. You come pay me a visit. I'm 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 like everybody else. I'm just trying to do my thing. I'm not in any ivory tower. Nobody's paying. I don't get some big chunk of change after every show. I don't get paid to be something. I try to generate value and do something good and bring some truth. I don't know. I'm doing my best, but you wouldn't believe the hate I get. Folks hate on me all the time. The the the, the tolerant folks hate on me all the time. Here's one real quick. Pro-women versus anti-Sarah Palin. Now, I'm using anti-Sarah Palin. But you can pick any other uh, conservative woman. You you can pick whichever one you want. Pick a conservative woman, and she's she's on the uh, you know I I don't know you know look let's pick one let's pick one well. We will talk about we'll talk about Sarah Palin, but then I want to I want to talk about Michelle Bachman. Sarah Palin, she's an attractive woman, she's intelligent. People, you know, will make her out to not be intelligent. Well, I can see Russia from my house. First of all, she didn't say that. It's completely and totally out of context. She didn't say that. And oh, by the way, no offense to you liberals and most conservatives that didn't stand with her when she was saying what was in Obamacare. Everything she said was true. Everything she said Barack Hussein Obama was going to do if he got into office as president is true. Look, Michelle Bachman, everything Michelle Bachman said to a T is true. So why does the left try to destroy? They still, look, they attempted to and they still are attempting to destroy Sarah Palin and her family, wherever they can, when she ran for vice president. She was asked to run, and she ran. She was asked to serve, and she, and she gave it her best. And speaking of abortion, I know we weren't speaking of abortion. Women's lives and bodies are often destroyed by abortion. Speaking of Muslims, I'm going to jump around here a little bit. Speaking of Muslims, who liberals love? The world's greatest atrocities are being and have been and will be committed daily against women by Muslims, yet Muslims are silent. Yet when you, uh, this, is, this is what crushes me. This is what I don't understand. I do not understand this. Not for, not for two seconds do I understand this. The greatest atrocities in the world are being committed against women, are being committed every single day. By Muslims, and the left hates Sarah Palin because she tells the truth about Muslims. Women's lives and women's bodies destroyed by abortion. Pro-women? I don't think so. I don't think so. 
How about racism? You want to you want to hear some some? We'll just why not? We'll just pretend it's last week. If liberals aren't racist, then why do they constantly evaluate and categorize everybody by the color of their skin? Why do they want to separate everybody to a title, to a separate group? Why? Why do they want to do it? Why aren't blacks allowed to leave the liberal fold, by the way? Kevin Jackson, he's in a think tank uh, that I'm in. Very small, very exclusive think tank. Kevin Jackson's in that think tank. Super smart guy. He's hated by many of his fellow black folk because he's a conservative. How about C.L. Bryant? Hated. How about K. Call Smith? Hated. How about Alan West? Hated in their own community. But they love Jesse Jackson. They love Al Sharpton. But they hate Clarence Thomas. They hate Thomas Sowell. hate them. They hate them. Again with abortion. Far more blacks are killed by abortion than whites. 82% in the city of Wilmington, Delaware, where blacks are killing blacks post-birth with guns, shooting each other and stabbing each other, killing each other. It's, it's an epidemic. But nobody seems to, have, oh, we're so concerned about this. Got to get the guns off the street. Got to get the guns. At, can't Nobody can have a gun because black Teenagers and young adults are killing each other with guns that they stole. But nobody seems to be concerned about the blacks that are killed by abortion. 82% don't even survive the womb. Why do liberals continue to promote social programs that have been – look, we, we can't even doubt it. We can look at the numbers. We can look at it. They promote social programs that have been proven to enslave blacks in the poverty level and, and have absolutely destroyed the black family. Here's one for you, pro-Jew versus anti-Israel. You ready? Now look, a fair disclaimer here, I am as, as pro-Israel I think is anybody you could ever see. Liberals say they're pro-Jew, but they hate the nation of Israel. Why are so many Jewish Democrats? Why are there so many Jewish Democrats? Democrats hate Israel, and they love Palestine. Air quotes. Remember when Bibi Netanyahu came to visit? Remember that? Guy was treated treated like a second-class citizen instead of a great leader of a free country in the midst, the size of New Jersey. Everyone around them wants to kill them. That's because they're a Jew. Look, as a pastor, as, as the ninja pastor, I can cut to the chase for you. Every liberal contradiction is at its core anti-God. At its core, it's an embracing of a philosophy that will offend and defy God and undermine and, do, and, and destroy humanity, which was fashioned in God's image. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. That's, I'm cutting to the chase for you. This is free of charge, no cost or obligation to you. No free Ginsu knives. Look, they embrace philosophies 
that can only serve to offend and defy God and undermine humanity. Was fashioning God's image. Nature and nature's God. Speaking of nature, here's something I don't understand. I don't understand this. This this has nothing to do with the left, I guess, but organic cancer-curing, neurological healing, pain-attenuating, seizure-stopping, cannabis and hemp is illegal and shunned in most states. Still illegal on the federal level. In Israel, in Israel, they're leading the world in Israel. In using cannabis and hemp and CBD, cannabidiol, cannabidiol. It's an extract that they've taken from that. It doesn't get you high. doesn't do any of those things. But they have, they have, I'm, I, they're, they're healing people of cancer there. This is not some crazy thing. It's actually happening. People with brain injuries like what I have, actually happening. Children with seizures, 300 plus seizures a day, being administered CBD, an extract from cannabis and hemp, have no seizures. But alcohol is lauded. It's legal and it's lauded, and it's what you have in your hand and you and in your body when you party. I'm partying. I'm down at the docks partying. What are you guys doing this weekend? Oh, we're going down to docks to party. Alcohol heals nothing. It ruins families. Trust me, I know. Alcohol fixes nothing. It makes the people who purvey alcohol. Do I think it should be illegal? No. No, I do not. But it is a contradiction to me that something so incredibly beneficial, such as can let's not even talk about the healing properties of cannabis and hemp. Let's talk about hemp as a as a as a crop. You can't even you can't even look, you, you can't find something better for the ground to plant. You don't even have to rotate it. It actually helps the soil. You can make clothing, you can make paper, you can make wood style products, you can make rope, you can make paint, you can make healing oil, you can make uh, lipstick, you can make, I mean, there, there's, there's thousands of things you can make with it. It was made illegal. There's a whole, I'll do a whole show on it sometime. It'll be controversial. People are like, the Reverend Doctor, uh, I don't understand. I heard him once say he doesn't understand how uh, pot is is illegal and, and alcohol is legal. And I also heard him talk about how come Steve can – no offense, Steve. It's the first name that popped in my head. Steve and – and I'll just use me. Sean can get married, but how come uh, Sean can't marry more than one woman? Or how come one woman can't marry more than one man? How come? That's not right. I heard him say that. He's not a real pastor. I'm not saying I endorse any of those things. I'm just saying to you, it is a contradiction. It doesn't make any sense. You know what's funny to me is you look at who sponsors a lot of the uh, pro-cannabis and hemp bills are not always the left. It's absolutely egregious to me. It is egregious to me. That's a contradiction. For what? Meanwhile, people are dying of cancer left and right. 
People are in horrible pain left and right. People have terrible neurological disorders that could have help. Look, every liberal contradiction is at its core anti-God. And it's a philosophy. Look, this is the same folks. These are the same folks that in their platform voted 34 times. 34 times to rid the name God, capital N, capital G, from mention on the floor of their convention. This is the same party that wants to look. If 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 you're if you're having an abortion and and the child survives, they want this born alive act to be four hours, no palliative care. Palliative care is you don't take away any of the pain, you don't help it feel better, you don't take away, you just leave it on a metal table. It has to be metal, with no blanket underneath, no blanket above, no food, no liquid, no medicine of any kind. If it dies during that time frame, guess what? It was an abortion. If it does not die, there was no abortion performed. This is the same group. This is the same group of people who don't truly want to fight ISIS, who truly don't want to identify that we're fighting Islam. We're not fighting, we're not fighting some small little radical group. We're fighting all of Islam. Look, many liberals, this is, this is hypocrisy. Many liberals take morally abhorrent positions just so they can't be called hypocrites if they ever get caught doing something degenerate. So they say, well, I'm for this, just in case I ever get caught doing it. It's a whole purpose in it for them. Liberals also believe, and you saw this with the Iran air quotes deal, they believe that it's impossible to come to any reasonable compromise with conservatives on anything. Listen, what they believe is conservatives must be destroyed and they must be eradicated. However, they believe that we can fix our problems with nations like Iran and Korea, dear leader, or even ISIS. Look, we just sit down and talk to them. We just sit down and talk to them. We just talk things out. Let's just talk it out. Let's just talk it out. Maybe we have a little treaty. First, we start with the Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah, it's like the sheep asking the shepherd to let the wolf in. Maybe we have some Rice Krispie treats. Maybe we have some pot brownies. I don't know. That'd probably help. Or maybe we just fully and completely capitulate. And it'll be fine. They won't kill us. It's like uh, Feinstein. Was she the one that actually said, look, if, if we put our guns down, the criminals will put their guns down. They'll just they'll be moved to put their guns down. They they won't have a need for a gun. That's mental illness right there, folks. You can't you can't help that. That's a special kind of stupid. You you can't help that. There's nothing you can do to help that. They're sick and they can't be helped. You say, well, that's not very nice. She's a sitting senator. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, if she's crazy, she's crazy. She cray-cray. But liberals, see, this is the thing you've got to understand about liberals. They believe themselves to be the most compassionate of all people. Yet here's the crazy thing. I did a whole show on this. Studies 
look, study after study after study after study after study. Study after study after study from all different groups show repeatedly that conservatives give more of their money to charity in terms of quantity of money and percentage of their money and percentage of their time. They give more all the way across the board than liberals do. Yet liberals have owned that moniker, we're the most compassionate. Liberals love the planet. Here's some more contradictions. Liberals love the planet but concentrate on reducing everyone's carbon footprint. Let's do that. Yet celebrities fly around in their private jets and cruise the country in their huge tour coaches. Okay. Why do they have to do that? Why can't they take uh, Prius? Why can't they ride in Prius? By the way, I'm not advocating Toyota. Nice car, though. A lot of room in them. They're very de- very uh, dependable. Libs are louder. It's because we're quiet. We're, we're so quiet. We're so compliant. We so don't want to be called names. We just can't handle being called names. We can't. We're chickens. One of my listeners said when I was talking about hemp and all the great things that hemp uh, was good for, uh, they sent in, oh, yeah, you don't understand. We can use aborted fetal tissue for all that stuff. Somebody can make some money on that. It'd be sad if it wasn't true, but it's true. They love the planet. They love the planet. Let's make everything illegal. They hate hunting. They, you know, they fly around in their private jets and cruise on their tour coaches. Look, I, I did a five-month tour, book tour. Big half a million dollar. It wasn't mine. It was another person's uh, coach, but fantastic. Marble, beautiful. My goodness. So nice. Look, they, they all want higher taxes and higher tax rates for everybody. But most of them don't pay their taxes as it is. They'll use every loophole there is to get out of paying taxes. Meanwhile, they're voting for higher taxes for you. Many of Obama's own cabinet members, how about, how about the, uh, the Secretary of Treasury, remember that? How about the frequent uh, White House visitor Al Sharpton? How about all the tax problems he's in? Oh, apparently it's not a problem. How about, how about this contradiction? Guns should be banned. But let me ask you, ask Michael Moore and Rosie O'Donnell what their bodyguards carry. Good wishes? God be with you. Uh, the universe be with you. I'm thinking happy thoughts. Stop or I'll yell stop louder. No, they're carrying guns. College campuses, they talk all the time about free speech. We want to be able to you know, speak and we want to do something about all of this and all of that. But then now they're, they're all on this, uh, they want to silence, and uh, look, 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 the fairness doctrine, that's all about shutting down conservative talk radio, conservatives own talk radio. It's all about shutting down conservative talk radio. The fairness doctrine has nothing to do with fairness. They want to eliminate critical public speech by labeling it hate. Or when somebody might talk about the abuses perpetrated by Muslims. Yeah, if your free speech is contrary to what they believe, Christian, Jewish, actual actual observant Jew, not just uh, you know, born Jewish, but actual you know, you are an observant Jew, a practicing Jew. Oh no, can't have that. 
Here's one for you. This is a contradiction. We're getting close to the end here. Every vote counts. No, it doesn't. At the discretion of liberals, you shouldn't – look, they're saying this is happening in Virginia. Who the you know Virginia governor, which many think uh, got in illegally uh, by cheating, ironically, now he wants two hundred thousand felons who who were convicted felons to be able to vote. The felons have never been able to vote, but he wants them to vote now. But we want them to vote. We want to make it easy for them. But members of the military uh, serving overseas, guess what? In the last election. Hundreds of thousands of them, hundreds of thousands of them, perhaps even millions. We'll stick with hundreds of thousands. Their votes weren't even counted, and nobody seemed to care. Democrat politicians deliberately delayed sending their ballots home. We know that that prior to Obama, the military uh, was absolutely, absolutely mostly – Conservative. Isn't it interesting that Democrat politicians found a way to make the votes not count? Segway, by the way, is spelled S-E-G-U-E-W-A-Y, Segway. As a segue, uh, I want to I tell you that I'm going to be having a show on Democrat cheating. We're still doing research on it. We want to be right. We want to make sure that we've got powerful, powerful information, powerful truth, truth you can do something about. And the groundwork that's being laid for November already, that's an upcoming show. Folks, we spoke earlier about discouragement. I I mentioned a lot of you are discouraged. This is one of the reasons why I love um, Center for Self-Governance so much. Because initially you'll be a little more discouraged, and then eventually you'll see that we don't have to – this is the secret sauce. We don't have to succumb to this. We conservatives and Christians, as a conservative and as a Christian, you cannot allow yourself to let discouragement distract you from the focus of the elections. You've got to defeat the left. That's the key. You've got to defeat the left. If we don't win this time, it is all over. Your guns are gone. Your free speech is gone. Your taxes will go literally through the roof. You, it's unsustainable. I'm not making it up. It's what they said they're going to do. It's never worked anywhere it's been done, but they say they're going to do it. Can't let yourself get discouraged. You cannot. Our nation is counting on us. We have got to absolutely turn out in numbers too huge and too bold and too strong and too fearless to be swept under the rug. Why? Because I mentioned at the open of the show, are you worth their sacrifice? Aaron Carson Vaughn, John Jet Lee Duangandara, Jason Workman, Mark Allen Lee. Samuel Mark Griffith, Aaron Kenefick, Michael Strange, and hundreds of thousands more. Folks, freedom's not free. Thank you for joining me today. 
If you wake up in the morning In a land where you are free You should think about the ones who fought Protecting liberty You should fly a flag in honor Of the price they had to pay Yes, every day throughout this land Should be Memorial Day Some gave all, they paid the price For freedoms here, they sacrificed They gave their lives for you and me Their graves remind us, freedom's not free If you watch your children playing In a land where freedom reigns In a land of purple majesty Above the fruited plains You should tell them of the soldiers Who had courage and were brave And fought in wars and battles To ensure all glory ways For some gave They paid the price For freedom's here They sacrificed They gave their lives For you and me Their graves remind us Freedom's not free next time for the collision of faith and politics and please follow this show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the ninja pastor and follow dr sean on twitter at the ninja pastor and on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash god in country radio and at www dot dr sean greener dot com in the meantime dr sean will be fighting for you and for this great country 
Thank you for joining in this fight. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.